you're listening to Podiatry Marketing, conversations on building a successful podiatry practice with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Hi, I'm Tyson Franklin, and welcome to this week's episode of Podiatry Marketing. With me today is my co-host, Big Jim McDonald, all the way over in Canada. I'm all the way here in Australia, and across the airwaves, we are sharing this podcast. So Jim, how are you doing today? Uh, feeling fantastic, Tyson. I'm excited to uh, have this opportunity to chat with you, uh, hear about how hot it is and how exciting <laughs> things are in Australia. Um, you know, I guess I'm getting into springtime now, so it's not so bad here. But yeah, you know, I always hear, I always love hearing about the 90 degree, 90 degree days Fahrenheit with uh, you at the beach. Uh, you know, it makes me a little bit, uh, uh, yeah, I definitely need to get down to a beach one of these days. So yeah, well, now it's May, so it's um, we only have two, two types of weather in cans hot and hotter during summer it's hotter but during now as we head into winter now may heading into june the temperature really starts to drop off so it's probably around 80 uh during the day fahrenheit for uh, fahrenheit people and but it's just your gorgeous days sun shining you sort of you pray for a bit of rain just to try and green things up a little bit but yeah it's just the best time if anyone's ever visiting the tropics in north queensland probably from it's say April through to September is the best time of the year. If you I'll do it from <laughs> November to March, <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> no, I'm thinking that I'll have to come visit one of these times and get away from Canada in the winter and springtime. So it'll kill you. If you came up here during your winter, it'll just it'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. Come during your summer. So what are we talking about today, Jim? What are we on about? Yeah, so we're going to talk today about how to handle a negative review. Ooh. I think uh, it's one of those topics that it's not fun. No, I, I think every clinic has them. So, you know, having a way to kind of understand, you know, what, what is that, you know, how, how do you deal with it when that kind of like that bomb goes off or, you know, I think patients, you know, podiatrists are really great about handling wounds and all kinds of health related problems. I know that even when I was in you know practice, you would occasionally get a, a negative review and it felt like almost like a personal attack. Mm. Um, but it's not the end of the world really. And there's kind of some steps that people can utilize to really kind of like, take account of you know what happened and make sure that um, there's kind of a, a good result at, at the very end of what feels like a really you know negative experience or you know a, a bad review so what should someone do like so right from the start like I know when I had my podiatry clinic the occasional not positive review would come through on something and it did it all of a sudden it was just whew, like someone's driven a knife right in your chest <laughs> it was sort of like oh. you be, you go from being thick skinned to thin skinned really fast when there's a, a, a negative review. I had one, I had a negative review on my book once. Oh, really? <laughs> Obviously, the person well, can't read. I think the- <laughs> <laughs> I'll, well, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll give him a shout out to Emil. That's all he put on there. E-M-I-L. I just call him Emil the Tosser. One star review. There you go. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like you remember this guy's name, right? And, you know, you, you, how many of the positive ones do you remember? So we sometimes, I remember, as human yeah, beings... True. We sometimes focus on the negative a little bit, but I think the first step really is, you know, number one, take a deep breath, right? Like this is not the end of the world. It's not fun, but number one, you need to see whether or not this is actual, uh, an actual patient in your practice or not. Yeah. Uh, fake reviews are pretty uh, unlikely to have happened, but it can, it can happen. So first of all, just you know, check and see what they put their name is on Google reviews or wherever it was at and cross-reference that to make sure it's actual patient in your practice. Um, you know, if it is someone that is in your practice, um, you definitely, it's not necessarily the negative view that's going to cause the biggest issue. It's the way you respond to it. So mm, true. 
it's normal to feel defensive or emotional when we receive these types of reviews. But like I said, take a deep breath, realize that, you know, this is not the end of the world. Check and see if it's a patient of yours. If it is, you know, that kind of fight that urge to kind of give that uh, emotional knee jerk reaction to write, you know, something that's either number one, like, you know, really defensive and comes off as confrontational online, or number two, you, you kind of take the bait and you, you know, reveal, at least in the US, we have HIPAA compliance laws, right? So if someone says, you know, like, doc, you know, Dr. McDonald botched my surgery or, you know, Dr. Anderson did this thing to me, and then you kind of like, you know, share some information about their procedure or how they were non compliant or something like in the review, in that response to the review, like that's a, a definite no no. So you got to avoid kind of being at that emotional level and you got to like cool off a little bit before you kind of come up with a plan about how to address it. Yeah, I think it's really important because sometimes you can just have a knee-jerk reaction. And like I said, I had them in the podiatry clinic, had it with the book. I've probably the podcast has probably been some people that may not give you a five-star review. And initially, depending on what they wrote, sometimes it can just get under your skin. But when you just stop, take a deep breath and you think about it, okay, where where is this actually coming from? And and like you said, and then you've got to handle it responsibly. <laughs> don't don't nope. handle it like sometimes, because I, I think sometimes you've got to think, what frame of mind were they in when they wrote that review? Because if they were, they were having a bad day and you know someone's run over their dog and their wife has left them and their car got stolen, the next thing they come and see you as a podiatrist. And they were already in a bad mental state and anything could probably set them off. No, for sure. I think, like you said, it's you don't know what's go going on in that person's life. They were with you maybe for half an hour, you know, 45 minutes in your clinic. So, you know, it's tough to decide, you know, figure out exactly where they're coming from. But I think it is an opportunity to, to receive some feedback. Um, you know, if you're getting more than a couple of these every so often, it is a sign that maybe there is something in your operations mm. or uh, something within your clinic. So, you know, when you when you dupe that out there, um, it is important to know that 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 is a possibility. And and I'm not saying that you know it's okay to feel a little upset about it for a period of time, right? You know, we're humans. That's normal. Um, you know, like it is something where we train for this. You know, we try to provide the best care we can. But at the same time, um, it feels like being attacked in a way. And um, so it is one of those things where you'd have to kind of like just kind of cool off a little bit. And then, you know, what is the next step after that to make sure that um, you're responding in a way that's you know, thoughtful um, and honest, um, but at the same time is respectful of, you know, because it's not really, you may not never kind of like convince that patient that you were in the right or that, you know, <laughs> you know, whatever the situation is, but what's going to happen is someone's going to Google your name. Yeah. Uh, they're going to find these Google reviews or these other reviews and they're going to see how you respond to this patient, you know, and that's kind of like, we'll kind of get into some of these next steps about the proper way to respond, but know that you're writing that response, hopefully a little bit for that, for that patient, but it's also for those other people searching for foot and ankle care services in your local area. Yeah. And the one thing you should probably not do is not, not respond. No, that's a hundred percent. You, you have to respond to those things. You know, it's like, uh, it's just hanging out there in the air and people think you don't care. Right. And a non-response is almost, it's probably not as bad as a bad response, but yeah, like you said, like if you don't respond, it's just a, a clear sign that you're kind of hoping it goes away, ignoring the problem, 
you have to respond to these in a you know very specific manner to make sure that those people that search and find you see that you are someone that does care about what this feedback whether it's true you know or false or whatever it has to be addressed and one thing that I sometimes get asked by client some of the clients I work with is like okay you know like I said I want this 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 negative review gone <laughs> like it's a it's like a um a fault that it's a, they think it's a false one or they just don't want it to be there anymore know that that's not possible like it's just i mean unless it's like extremely like off the reservation crazy like google is not going to delete a review uh there at all so it's really really important to know that and also know that sometimes different types of review software that maybe people will utilize um you're working with a marketing provider uh that you know utilizes something that'll only let people that you know, rate five stars, like leave a Google review, like that's, that's not a great thing either because Google, it's actually like you, Google doesn't allow that. And if someone's really upset, they're going to get around your little like form that you sent them or something and get to Google or to whatever review site. So just know that uh, as well, that the softwares that try to like get rid of the one stars or two stars generally don't work. Yeah. And like you said, asking Google to remove it usually doesn't work. And we had a patient once who wrote a negative review, but you could tell that, and they weren't actually, they they weren't a patient. They were going to be a patient, but didn't become a patient, wrote a negative review, but then so did three members of their family. All all within an hour of each other, all written this negative review. So we, we just politely wrote to them and just said, yeah, we please remove the reviews. It's not accurate. Otherwise you will hear from our lawyer and, and I like money and I will take as much of it from you as I can get. And within 24 hours, they're all gone. They took them all down. So sometimes it is just reaching out to the patient and reaching out to that person. If you have their details, especially if you know, it's not true. That is one option. And I think that gets into our next point. Uh, the next step in the process is really trying to figure out a way to settle this offline. Yeah. If you just kind of go back and forth online within you oh, know, yeah. a reply to Not review good. and then they reply to your reply, it just becomes like what, you know, what internet parlance we call uh, a flame war. Nobody's going to win from that. So, and have you um, seen them? I've seen them in podiatry, I've seen them outside of podiatry and other businesses where it has now become an argument. And you can see it just escalating to the point of it's going to end in a knife fight. It's just <laughs> it's just not looking good. And you're thinking, which one of you is going to just stop? It's like they they want to get the last word in. They just need to get the last word in. And the business owner, I don't think, realizes the world is reading that. And they would have been better just to have gone, thank you for your comments and said nothing. No, for no, for sure. You have to kind of be the adult in the room there, right? You have to kind of disassociate yourself from the emotion or trying to figure out like who is right in that moment. Uh, you know, so definitely something that you have to kind of be aware of. And, you know, like maybe you, this person wrote the review and you've already tried to reach out to them. You've already tried. So I know that that will sometimes happen. Sometimes that ability to kind of try to settle it offline feels like that bridge is, you know, that, that ship has already sailed. Um, but at the same time, if there is an opening there, uh, you know, having uh, kind of a one-on-one -on -one conversation, either the doctor uh, and the patient or the practice manager and the patient to try to understand the situation better. Because if you're, you know, when you're leaving reviews, you want to make sure that you're not just, you know, writing that for the, you know, for future patients. Definitely yeah. needs to be, uh, it needs to be genuine and authentic, right? I'm not saying write 
something fake where it's like, oh yeah, like we we try to settle this in a way that was, you know, that'll kind of read kind of in a, it'll be kind of a snarky thing and you don't want to do that. But um, if you can really try to generally settle it offline, that's really the next best step. Have you ever left a one-star review? I think we had a plumber one time that uh, just like did, like everything worked worse after they left yeah. or I think they missed like two, they missed two appointments and then everything was like, like, we had some water issues after they left. Um, and, and I don't think, I think it maybe left a, a like a two or three star, but like kind of explain the situation. Um, Cause I don't think it really, you, you see those like one star, no comments. Yeah, like that, That's pretty much the worst. I mean, I guess the only thing worse than that is like one, one star and a lie, but just even when I wrote that comment, I, having knowing that I work with podiatrists, I wanted to explain just the situation and why I was giving like a two or three star. I don't think I gave a one star though. Have, have you given one star? Yeah, I have. I can't remember what it was for. I think it was one was a restaurant because I just thought I don't want you to kill anybody else. And because <laughs> I wanted to save people from eating there. And the other one, oh, yeah, yeah, one was. One was, um, a business, I might mention the name here, but one was like a noodle uh, business. And it was just, it was awful. It was an awful experience to, and I think my daughter is still scarred from it. Not from me, from them. And one was a, a accommodation place that we stayed at that was just from start to finish was just outright horrible. And even when I gave them the one star, I then gave a list of things I reckon they should do to actually improve things. So I was trying to actually be – the one part of it, the location was awesome. There you go. But, <laughs> but it is. Like, I reckon when, when I've read one star review, especially like I'm – whether it's a restaurant or like say podiatry and I see a one or a two or even a three star review and the person hasn't commented, I always go, oh, do you not care about your business? Do you not look at these things? To me, that's an indication you're out of touch with, with what's actually happening today. Yeah. I think you definitely have to leave a review, leave a response to those reviews. Otherwise it, yeah, it just, it speaks volumes with, with nothing being there. So what's, uh, what after that, after they've, um, uh, what's the next step? What should they do? Yes, yeah, so let's say like you try to like ask them to either delete it. Um, you shouldn't do that right away when you when you try to like you know settle it with them offline. But if <laughs> if they're unwilling to delete it or it doesn't seem like they're going to be reasonable with you, uh, the next step is really to respond in a kind of a non-emotional HIPAA compliant manner, right? So that's kind of saying something like, you know, uh, uh, you know, you shouldn't apologize. Like that's kind of like, or admit kind of like guilt of any sort. Yeah. Uh, but it's saying something like. You know, at uh, Tyson Franklin Podiatry Associates, we take the feedback from our patients very seriously. You know, I will have my my assistant uh, Rhonda will reach out to you uh, within the next 24 hours to see if there's a way that we can, uh, you know, under, understand your situation and, and and make a make amends. Probably not the best phrasing, but something similar to that nature, where it shows that you're taking it seriously. You're looking. You're basically trying to kind of find a way to resolve the situation. Uh, with them. Uh, but that's, that's kind of, you know, if it's, if it needs to get to that point, right? Like, you know, we already tried, um, but just kind of giving a, a good review like that is a way to kind of signal and show people that you are making a, a solid effort uh, to kind of find common ground with people that provided this level of feedback. And one thing I'll add to the end of that is that we do focus on these negative things, uh, you know, uh, these negative views can kind of overwhelm us or get us emotional, but everybody has them, mm. you know, like, and if you, if, if you have a clinic that has zero 
like one stars or even two stars and they're like 5.0 it's a bit dodgy looking isn't it yeah well if you have 5.0 here i'm not here to throw shade on you and say that you're like you're running a you know you know a shady operation but you know somewhere between 4.7 and 4.9 looks more genuine or more authentic and seems more realistic for people to shoot for i mean if you're under 4.5 Maybe there's some work you need to do in your clinic. If that's, you know, if you have over 100 reviews and they're below 4.5. Uh, but it is one of those things where these positive ones are really going to drown out the occasional negative ones. So, you know, if you can, you know, if you're using different type of software, if you have patients, you know, that haven't provided a review, they've had great experiences with you. There's ways of pushing that down. And at least in Google reviews, they don't show the most recent review. They usually show the most relevant review that that, that pops up there. So, um, as long as you're, you know, making that effort, like I said, you know, responding in a HIPAA compliant, non-emotional way that shows that you are you know, trying to make an effort w- with this patient or the person leaving the review, most patients will understand that. And, you know, if you have a lot more positives than negatives, that's really what it's all about. So don't, don't focus on this one. You definitely need to address it. You don't want to ignore it, but at the same time, it's not the end of the world if you get a negative review. Yeah, no, no, I totally agree. It's, and I have read that where if, if you're, f- got a thousand reviews and it's 5.0 people go hmm i have a thousand reviews you know i haven't had one person that's even just been slightly (laughs) unhappy with with something i know when we had when i had my podiatry clinic i think it was you sit around 4.7 4.8 because there was always that one four star one or a one star one where someone had the shits about something and but my old clinic now i think it's at now they don't own it 3.5 Hmm, could be problems. And when you read the reviews, a lot of the times the reviews are saying similar sort of things, but they're not being addressed either. Nobody is commenting on those reviews. I think it's important to to address every review, even if you don't agree with it. And sometimes too, I think even if someone gives you a one star, when you read through it, there was, I remember there's one particular one star review. And when you read through it, my comment was just... <laughs> It was something along the lines of, yeah, your your complaint. I, I when I read through your complaint, I, I totally understand, because it made no sense. I'm just saying I didn't didn't even know where to start. I just went. Anyone who reads it is going to realize you are a nutter, and just think, my God, thank God, that person isn't a patient. So it's yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Well, sometimes these the things could pop up just due to like you know organizational issues, right? Sometimes they caught you at a bad time. You know, yeah. I think uh, one of my one of my clients was in the process of, you know, they were they were training like a new front desk gal, and uh, she just you know they that some for some reason uh, there's like a kind of a series of events that happened uh, that led uh, to kind of like a really negative situation where. Uh, you know, the person's appointment was either canceled or they, you know, they were something happened in a negative way. So there are definitely ways that if this negative review can be resolved, you know, and the patient can be made to feel better. But like you said, sometimes there's people that just either aren't reasonable or, um, you know, just are having a bad day or need some way to kind of let off some steam. And so unfortunately, sometimes this happens uh, in your clinic reviews, but just know that you're probably going to have more, more good than bad. Oh yeah. And if, and if there is, you know, the grain of truth, you know, if you get, let's say you get, you know, five bad reviews in a year and there's something like a similar kind of area uh, that they're talking about or specific topic, like, you know, that's probably a sign that that area needs to be tweaked a little bit or improved. And uh, like, you know, hopefully, you know, there's other ways to gather patient feedback, you know, 
you know, talking to your patient at the, you know, the end of the, the appointment, making sure you're listening to, to them during the visit. I think sometimes if you're busy in practice and you're trying to see a ton, ton of patients, you know, that extra, like, is there anything else I can do for you? Do you have, are there any questions you have for me today? Like sometimes those types of questions at the end of an appointment from the doctor can actually diffuse a lot of negative reviews that mm. they just want to feel heard sometimes. So, you know, even if the person is going to, you know, it's not going to diffuse every negative review, but by just asking maybe one question at the end of a patient encounter, it will sometimes help uh, the potential to diffuse some of this stuff. Yeah. And like you said, in every negative review, there probably is an, some element of truth in there, even if it's in only in their mind. In their mind, if they think it's true, then it's true. And you've then got to address and make sure you handle that the right way. Yeah, we, we'd had some complaints and when we read through it, we just went, okay, I see where she, I see where they're coming from, but they don't understand this side of things. So a lot of times, yeah, we would just take it straight offline and try and communicate with them. And I would say of every negative review we got, and there wasn't a lot of them, say over 15 years I had the clinic where reviews were coming through, there may have been maybe five or six negative reviews, we were able to get five, yeah, probably 90% of them removed where the patients would come back in. So they may have seen somebody else in my clinic, for example. They've commented on what they've commented on. I've gone, oh, that's really interesting. I would reach out and say, hey, I found your review really interesting. Would, would you please come back in the clinic and see me? I want to run through this. And when they came and saw me and we ran through, I went, ah, okay, I see it. I understand what you're talking about. They went, well, yeah, that's what I was trying to explain, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't listen. And that comes back to the communication part. They would go home, they would remove the review. I think as the business owner, you have got to be uh, take affirmative action on this as well. No, I couldn't agree more. You know, just in summary, you know, don't get too emotional when they, when you get that negative review. Don't clap back and try to leave, you know, you know, fight fire with fire is not gonna win the war in this one. <laughs> That's why keyboards you, don't you have can't... an F off button. <laughs> exactly because if they did it'd lo uh, some people would just go oh i can't believe you said that if yeah it'd be a bat it'd be a battle that no one won yeah. so the second step is really to try to you know find a way to settle this offline uh that with both you know yourself and the patient or, or the reviewer kind of you know feeling like you know they they feel good about uh, whatever settlement if you could do that offline number three leave a you know you have to leave you have to respond to these right so if you're going to respond Make sure you do it in a calm, not emotional mm. way that really shows that you, you know, you listen to the feedback and you're trying to find a way to resolve the situation with them. Um, you know, that's really kind of the best way to address these. And like I said, it's really about communicating with patients, you know, whether it be your staff or yourself, we'll really sometimes help diffuse these things. Uh, like I said, it's not, you know, one negative reason, not the end of the world. So if you do get these, they can be frustrating and it, that's, you know, that's just the way it goes, but you know, Try to focus on uh, the positive, all those, you know, if you're at 4.7 or 4.8 and you're getting good reviews in the door, um, this this negative review won't be the end of you. So nah. that's how I, the best way to kind of address these things. And I also think as a final tip, if you are somewhat a little hot-headed and you have other people in your team, is set a rule in your business that you are not allowed to respond to a comment unless somebody else has read your comments your response first. That was a rule that was brought up in my clinic. That, that's a really good rule. And actually, I, I respond to all of the the, the reviews, uh, positive or negative, yeah. uh, for the clients I work with. And 
usually I'll get notified. So I have a, some software that sends me a message saying like, there's been a one star. So, uh, so I usually I contact the clinic and they, I'm the bearer of bad news, but then I also <laughs> usually am the one that's composing or writing up like a non-emotional response. They can, you know, give me feedback about how they feel about it. Do I need to change this here? You know, really kind of help guide them. So, you know, that someone on your staff or someone outside of your practice to kind of review it. I think that's a good point, Tyson. You really need to make sure that, uh, <laughs> that 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 kind of like stop gap or that safety net is a is a huge help to make sure that um, you don't kind of uh, you know fight fire with fire. Well, especially if you're a business owner who is is emotional and loves your business and you care about it, yep. and and I've mentioned this here, you know, where your your business is sort of like your, your child, and if somebody said something negative towards your child or slapped your child, you would be on them so fast, and sometimes that's our initial reaction. So I think it's good to just pause, write what you want not online on in a word document get somebody else in your team to read it and go is that a suitable response if they say yes it is then post it but just just make that a rule in your that if if you do the wrong thing and this is what we said that if i do the wrong thing i have to give a thousand dollars to a podiatrist in town i don't like <laughs> that was the rule so i always made sure i ran everything past other people in the clinic first sounds like a solid plan there <laughs> Okay, Jim, that was a good topic. I enjoyed that one. We, we yeah, done? Yeah, fun. Yeah, we're all good. Okay, I will uh, talk to you next week from sunny North Queensland. <laughs> all right, Tyson. Okay, we'll bye. Thanks for listening to Podiatry Marketing with Tyson Franklin and Jim McDonald. Subscribe and learn more at Podiatry Marketing. That's the website address, podiatry.marketing. <laughs>